0: Murder on the Music Scene has rebranded. We are now going by the name Mysterious-ish. Join us for Season 2 of Mysterious-ish, where we will be discussing conspiracy theories such as time travel and aliens. Season 2 premieres March 22nd with two new episodes. Murder on the Music Scene contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Murder on the Music Scene, the podcast where a music educator and a music enthusiast discuss the deaths of musicians and the mysteries surrounding them. I'm Caitlin. I'm Erica. And today we are going to be discussing the life and death of Kurt Cobain. So let's just jump right into it. So Kurt Donald Cobain, he was born on February 20th of 1967 in a small logging town called Aberdeen, Washington. His parents were Wendy Freidenberg. Nailed it. Wendy Freidenberg. She was a waitress. And his dad, Donald Cobain, who was a mechanic. So he also had a younger sister named Kimberly. What is like, what's with this family and all the the, like K names like Kurt and Kimberly? Just stop. Just quit. It's enough. In 1976, uh, Cobain's parents divorced and he was only nine years old. And they had been married for 11 years. So Kurt moved in with his father. And his dad eventually ended up remarrying um, when Kurt was 11. And in 1979, his dad sent him to live with his mom and her new boyfriend. Um, But uh, Wendy didn't want him because he was kind of being a shithead. He, like, would literally cut the head off of his stepsister's dolls. And um, that's a little, little bit sociopathic. So there's that. Kurt Cobain might have been a sociopath, but it's fine. Everything's fine. So it's said that uh, the divorce likely caused Kurt to be troubled and angry, which in turn contributed to much of his music later in life. Um, His mom told Rolling Stone that it just destroyed his life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that checks out. Divorce Mm -hmm. likely does that to a child. Sure it is. Uh Uh-huh. So for Curdy Boy's 14th birthday, his Uncle Chuck. Chick. Uncle Chuck. Everybody has an Uncle Chuck. Uh, I have an Uncle Charlie. Does that count? Yeah, it
1: should. But that counts. That's
0: fine. It's fine. Who cares? Um, so his Uncle Chuck offered him a bike or an acoustic guitar. Um, he obviously chose the bicycle.
1: Obviously.
0: The end. See you guys next week. Just kidding, he chose the guitar, or he would not have been on this podcast right now. So, he taught himself how to play some of his favorite songs by the Cars, ACDC, Led Zeppelin. And then I think his Uncle Chuck actually ended up paying for him to get some guitar lessons later. So Curdy Boy spent most of his teenage years couch surfing around on like relatives and friends' couches. Um, he also like occasionally slept under bridges when he started using drugs, which we will get to it later. Uh, in July of 1985, he was arrested for vandalization, but he was... Basically given a slap on the wrist, he was fined and given a suspended sentence. So that same year, in July of, or in 1985, um, Cobain formed his first band. Are you ready for this name? I actually didn't know this. Fecal Matter. Oh my god. His band was called Fecal Matter.
1: It makes sense.
0: That tracks. So that's very edgy, very edgy name. This band only lasted a year. Weird, imagine that. They did actually record a demo tape that was titled Illiteracy Will Prevail. Illiteracy Will Prevail. Mm-hmm, yeah. He also formed a Credence Clearwater Revival cover band with the future Nirvana band member Chris Novoselic. Novoselic, maybe? I don't know. Sorry, I don't know how to this- pronounce his name that band was actually highly successful all right now we're getting into the good stuff here we go nirvana the famous the band that Curdy boy was most famous for nirvana was formed in 1987 so they went through like quite a few drummers before they finally settled on chad channing to be their drummers and channing recorded their first album bleach with them but was promptly replaced by our favorite dave Grohl. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, Dave Grohl. So their most commonly known album, Nevermind, was released on September 24th of 1991. And in less than a month, it became a certified gold album. This album pushed Michael Jackson's album, Dangerous, out of number one. So Nirvana beat out MJ. Wow, that's wild. So the grunge genre was born, and Curdie Boy became Generation X's spokesman. And, uh he hated it so he started doing heroin about it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what you do when you hate something you just do heroin about it it's fine not even once don't even try heroin don't do it. <laughs> not even uh, once <laughs> enter our least favorite character of this whole story courtney she did it love <laughs> courtney was in an all-female band called holes mm, holes like sense. the shia labeouf movie like the- Kurt married that bitch, Courtney, in February of 1992 in a shotgun wedding due to Courtney being pregnant with their sweet baby girl, Frances Bean. Oh, Bean. little Franny Bean. She was born in August of 1992. So, so hold up. So Courtney was in a band too, right? Right. And Courtney made Kurti Boy mm-hmm. sign a prenup.
1: That bitch.
0: Yeah. She, like, literally thought that her band was going to get more famous than Nirvana. <laughs> so much for that. Have you ever heard of the band Holes? Actually, no. Oh, me neither. No.
1: Huh? I didn't know that was a thing.
0: Yeah, Courtney. You thought. <laughs> uh, she did not want him running off with her money that did not exist. So, of course, this marriage was, like, super freaking toxic. They were both super heavy drug users and they were both in bands. So Courtney was like obviously competing with Curtie Boy. And fun fact, Courtney eventually signed with the same record label that Nirvana had signed with. But only after demanding to see Kurt's contract and demanding more money than he had received. So she literally walked off with a million dollar contract in the 90s what that's insane i don't know like inflation and shit but like a million dollars in the 90s that's a lot of money so courtney's uh dumbass once admitted to vanity fair that she did heroin while she was pregnant with francis so that obviously didn't go very well and cps stepped in and took francis after she was born because you can't take the baby while she's pregnant with the baby Why not? (laughs) I mean, I guess you could. probably should have. It would have been healthier for poor little Franny Bean. But Kurt and Courtney had to take regular drug tests to prove that they weren't using. And they had also, they also had to meet with a social, social worker every week. So they got Frances back when she was like seven months old. Fast forward to February of 1994. Nirvana is on tour in Europe on March 5th while he was in rome kurt overdosed on rohypnol and was sent into a coma he was like in a hotel and he just like overdosed so this poor guy he suffered from like super bad chronic stomach pain and hence the heroin and painkillers to ease the pain he had stomach pain so he did heroin about it makes sense super ironically courtney was at the hotel with Kurt the night that he overdosed so she was there but she was in a different room with Francis and her nanny and it was like she came back and found Kurt and he was like overdosed but she was there of course this incident was labeled a failed suicide attempt but um personally I think that Courtney did it and then panicked because Francis was there that bitch Mm -hmm. She definitely, that was her first attempt at trying to kill him. And it just like, she just freaked out because their little baby was there and she was like, oh god my daughter she's here i don't want her to see her dad dead she was literally like less than a year old but it's fine upon coming back to the united states kurt got worse of course i also hate this place of course he would get worse when he came here um so courtney called the cops on march 18th saying that kurt had taken a bunch of painkillers and locked himself in the closet with guns the cops came and oddly enough Kurt let them into the room he had "quote unquote" locked himself into. The police decided that he was not suicidal, but they took the guns and the painkillers anyways as a safety precaution. So turns out that uh, that bitch Courtney lied about him threatening to kill himself. He wouldn't let her in the room, and she was pissed. He was like hiding from her. Well, shit. I'm- <laughs> Rightfully so, hiding from her, and. She was mad because he would not let her in. So she called the cops. That that sounds reasonable. I would do that. If Dylan ever didn't let me in the room, I would absolutely call the cops and tell them that he was suicidal. Anyways, fast forward a couple days and Kurt's record label and bandmates, friends, and of course, Courtney... Attempted to stage an intervention and convince him to go to rehab. So, Courtney threatened to leave him and to take Francis away from him. And the band threatened to disband if he didn't go. That's effective. Give him an ultimatum. That's for sure going to work. Like, absolutely 100% going to work. Ultimatums are flawless. Anyways, so Courtney then flew to Beverly Hills and checked herself into a different rehab program at the Peninsula Hotel. So on March 30th, Kurt visited a friend who was part of the intervention. This guy's name was Dylan Carlson. It was my husband. It was... Dylan, my husband, absolutely, as like a two-month-old baby at this point in his life. So Kurt asked Dylan for a gun, stating that um, fans and other people just kept trespassing on his property and he wanted to just like protect himself and his family. So Carlson gave Kurt $300 to buy a 20-gauge shotgun and a box of ammo. But, like, here's the kicker about this. Dylan knew that Curdy Boy was about to head off to L.A. to go to a rehab center. And he still gave him the money. Like, are you kidding me? Why why are you going to give this guy money to buy a gun when you know he's about to go to rehab? Like, you can't have guns in rehab. That's not how it works. I smell conspiracy. That's it. I smell conspiracy. Anyways, later that day on March 30th, um, Kurt headed to the Exodus Recovery Center in Marina Del Rey, California. So on April 1st, he called Courtney and said, just remember, no matter what, I love you. She claims that this was the last time she spoke to him, but I highly doubt it. Curdy Boy only spent two days in this um, rehab facility before he escaped. He like told staff that he was gonna go out for a smoke, and just like jumped over a six foot tall brick wall, Ooh. just like <laughs> just like left over it. It's he was nice. like, mm, "Peace, I'm out. Bye." Bye motherfuckers. <laughs> So it's suspected that he flew back to Seattle and just like literally wandered around in his final days. Like he just like went back and got super high and was just like running around town. So Courtney called and canceled his credit cards and hired a private investigator to find him. But according to Francis's live-in nanny, His name was Michael DeWitt, DeWitt, maybe? I don't know. But they called him Callie. Uh, He had seen Kurt on Saturday, April 2nd. So like the day that he had escaped, this nanny, Callie, had seen Kurt at the house, like at the house that Kurt and Courtney shared in Washington. So on April 4th, 1994, four years before my birth, uh, Kurt's mom, Wendy, remember her? She filed a missing persons report Well, it um, was supposedly Wendy. Um, but uh, I'll let you take a guess at who you think it actually was. <laughs> so. Courtney? <laughs> yes. It was Courtney. Courtney called and pretended to be Wendy and filed a missing persons report. I don't know, like, Why? she pretended to be wendy i don't know why she couldn't just be like hi i'm kurt's wife
1: because that bitch was suspect
0: yes yeah that's it that's the reason i have no idea but anyways so courtney pretended to be wendy and filed a missing persons report on april 4th so at this point he had been missing for like two days so some neighbors say that they saw him in a park near his house looking like hell and wearing a super heavy winter coat I see. in April. It's like, I mean, I, I know that it's Seattle, Washington, but like it can't be that much colder than here. I guess we had snow like three days ago, so I guess I can't really say anything. Anyways, there are other reports that flooded in saying that they had seen Kurt walking around with an unidentified woman. This unidentified woman was later identified as a drug dealer named caitlin (gasps) so dylan gave him the money to buy the gun and i was his drug dealer (laughs) four years before my birth i was his drug dealer amazing so courtney really believed that kurt was having an affair with his drug dealer caitlin literally what is with all these names courtney kurt caitlin stop that's enough Maybe I did it. Oh my God, maybe I killed Kurt Cobain. You're
1: the reincarnation of the drug dealer. Yes.
0: I wonder when she died. That might be another research project. I might have to figure out who this was.
1: What if you're the, yeah, what if she died on your birthday?
0: Oh my God. Oh my God, I could be the reincarnate. (laughs) That's spooky. Ooh. So now we're going to break down the details on his death, okay? So it's going to get a little dark. So, like, trigger warning here. So on April 5th, Kurt, quote unquote, barricades himself in the greenhouse above his garage. And this is in their They had two properties, but this is in their Washington house. It's like a lake house. So um, he barricades himself in the greenhouse above his garage by propping a stool against the French doors. He like dug through a cigar box that he probably had his drugs stashed in um, and he wrote a suicide note in red ink. So he threw his wallet on the floor and left it open to his driver's license, presumably so that he could be identified after he went through with what he went through with or didn't because Courtney did it. Um, So he sat down in a chair in front of the window, probably took more drugs, and then he put his 20 gauge shotgun to his head and pulled the trigger with his thumb. Uh, some reports say that he put the gun in his mouth, and some say it was against his temple. There are a lot of conflicting reports, but um, there are two people who claim that they actually spoke to Kurt on April 6th, but the medical examiner determined his time of death to be the afternoon of April 5th, so I don't really know how they could have spoken to him on April 6th if he was already dead, but... Um, Maybe that's a conspiracy theory of its own.
1: What do you think? What if he's actually just fucking alive? That's... And, like, those people were like, oh, yeah, dude, we, like, talked to him April 6th, and now he's just... What if he faked his own death? Oh, my God.
0: That's a whole other away. conspiracy theory. Dude, like, it's oh my possible. my God. That's a whole other conspiracy theory. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I, <think he's... laughs> I doubt it, too. But... I think he's actually super dead. <laughs> But a girl can dream, right? (laughs) So on um, April 7th, Courtney Love was also found to have overdosed in her hotel room in Beverly Hills. So remember that she had, yeah, so she's like literally trying to steal Kurt's thunder right now, but everything's fine. So she like, remember she had gone to that rehab in la so she was found to have overdosed in her hotel room and she was taken to the hospital but she was released like two and a half hours later so she was then arrested for possession of a bunch of shit like she had drugs paraphernalia and (laughs) a stolen prescription pad like a doctor's prescription pad she just like had it for no reason so her lawyer tried really hard to clear this up Um, saying that she didn't overdose, but she had an allergic reaction. She had an allergic reaction to heroin. So she was then released after her $10,000 bail was posted, and she promptly checked into the rehab facility that Kurtie boy had escaped from. She was there for a day, and then Kurt's body was found. So on April 8th, Kurt's body was found by an electrician who was working on the property. This is actually, like, super sad. So instead of calling the cops, the electrician, uh, blah, 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 the electrician called his boss. And the boss, the piece of shit that he is, called into a Seattle radio station, KXRX FM, And he told them that he had the, quote, scoop of the century. And that they were going to, quote, owe him a lot of concert tickets for this one. That sick bastard. Let me just, like report someone's a famous celebrity's death for my own monetary gain it's disgusting marty reimer was the guy who was working at the radio station and he's the one that took the call said that it was a super difficult decision to make like whether or not to air the information but ultimately they ended up calling the police so Later, after everything was, like, said and done, the coroner's report and the medical examiners concluded that Kurt had been dead for at least two days. Also, another thing that I found, Dylan, our our buddy Dylan, that gave Kurtie boy the, the gun, the money to buy the gun, he was apparently walking around with the private investigator, like, helping him try to find Kurt, and he just completely, like, passed over the room above the garage where Kurt where Kurt's body was. So like I don't really want to steal Erica's thunder, but like that's a conspiracy theory in and of itself. Like because Dylan did not show this private investigator this room above the garage. He just like made up a bunch of shit and then he like changed his story a couple times. Anyways, Dylan did it. Just kidding, Courtney did it. (laughs) They both did it. Yes. They did it together. That's what happened. So yeah, that was the life and death of Kurt Cobain. Very, very sad. Um, If you look on the blog on our website, you will see some pictures of Kurt and Courtney and uh, also little Franny Bean as a baby and um, her like now today. So also, I would like to just shout out the Conspiracy Theories podcast by the Parcast Network. That's where um, a number of things that I have discussed today came from and it's an awesome podcast and obviously y'all like conspiracy theories so you should definitely listen to that that podcast all right erica go ahead and get us into some conspiracy theories here
1: we are now doing some conspiracy theories Woo! so are you ready i'm so ready okay. let's do it so as we all know kurt and courtney were a very toxic couple in the 90s mm-hmm. <laughs> She was still majorly into drugs, even though we all knew that Kurt wanted to get clean for little Francis, and she absolutely loved to spend his money on drugs, allegedly, Mm. and apparently he secretly filed for a divorce, which would have left her for nothing. Right, right. if he had
0: died after the divorce. Mm -hmm. Got Mm -hmm. you. Okay, all right. So...
1: Kurt, being a heavy drug user himself, wanted to get cleaned. Okay. So, whenever he went to rehab, of course, he left. He escaped. He escaped. He said, bye, motherfuckers. And when he <laughs> ran away, his mind process was basically like, I need to hide from Courtney. So, she hired a man named Tom Grant to find him. He also made a documentary on the subject because he himself believes that Courtney killed him. Oh, mm-hmm. this is the P.I.? So, why he believes this is because when he was trying to search for Kurt, all she was really worried about was all his credit cards and was really worried about trying to take them over because Kurt was not stable enough to have them. Okay. So, Tom got hold of Dylan, the guy that... Dylan Carlson, my up. husband. Just mm-hmm. kidding. <laughs> so, Tom got a hold of Dylan to help him find Kurt, and so Dylan took... Tom to the house to, you know, try and find people. home. Right, outcome.
0: right. This is what I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, the Lake Washington house. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they
1: looked the house up and down twice, but Dylan failed to mention about the greenhouse up top. Yes. Yep, he failed to mention about that greenhouse and where, you know, of course, where Kurt was. And then Tom later found out the whole time during this, Courtney and Dylan were communicating secretly when Tom wasn't around. Oh my god. Which... Honestly, it's really sketch if you ask me. Right. Like, why does Tom have to be out of the room for you to call Courtney? Or why does Courtney even need to know these updates? Right. So, there's a conspiracy saying that Dylan did it on purpose. That would make sense as to why Dylan, like, sold him that gun. Mm -hmm. Because apparently Dylan was Kurt's best friend at the time. Right. So, why would you sell your mentally, like, unstable best friend money to get a gun?
0: Yeah. That makes no sense. Plus, he was, like, literally getting ready to go into rehab, so, like, why are you gonna give him money to get a gun, and then he's just gonna go off to rehab? Like, Mm -hmm, he can't mm -hmm. have that gun in
1: rehab. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, listen, I didn't even know this, and this, this shit is really juicy. So, Callie... The nanny? No, no, no. Courtney's ex-lover. What? Was living with them at the time. Callie, I read that Callie was, like,
0: their live-in nanny, like... He was Francis's nanny, but he was also Courtney's ex.
1: (gasps) Yeah. Oh, I smell conspiracy. He was apparently at the house at the time watching Francis when this all went down. Oh, my God. So, like, you're telling me that you're inside the house watching little baby Francis while Kurt Cobain Cobain freaking shoots himself and you didn't hear it. Yeah. He was there the whole time. Yeah, I
0: doubt it. Unless it was, like, literally a mansion that had wings and he was, like, on the east wing and Kurt shot himself, like, in the west wing. Like, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not gonna happen. Yes.
1: Also, apparently, the amount of heroin that was injected in Kurt's bloodstream was three times the fatal dose. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which means 10. There was no possible way that he could have picked up the shotgun and killed himself. Right. He would have been unconscious as bug.
0: I mean, I've never tried heroin, so no, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how fast it like hits you, but I imagine that as soon as it gets in your bloodstream, like you're done.
1: Right. And so you're telling me he did a shit ton of heroin and then put a gun up to his head and shot himself? Doubt it. Also, allegedly, with his toe. Did you hear what? about that? Yeah. There's conspiracies saying that it was either by hand or by his toe. How that the hmm, that does
0: not track
1: mm-hmm. at
0: all. Mm-hmm. Literally, what? Yep. If you have perfectly good opposable thumbs. Why are you gonna try and shoot a gun with your toe? That's disgusting. <laughs> Ew, sorry, those of you who have foot phobias. <laughs> disgusting.
1: And also, 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 the cap from the shotgun bullet was on the opposite direction from what it should have been. <gasps>
0: mm-hmm. Oh, so like, ooh. And,
1: and apparently, on the gun, there was no fingerprints. So that's why some people might have thought that, that it was it his toe. That got wiped. Oh. No, that's Wait. why some people okay. thought it was his toe. But your
0: toes do have, quote unquote, fingerprints. Right. That's so what I was saying. Your toes do have fingerprints. But they found no
1: fingerprints.
0: So somebody shot him and then wiped it and then made it... Like, staged him. Mm -hmm. But also, if they were smart, they would have, like, wrapped his hand around the gun so that his fingerprints would have been on it Mm -hmm. and not theirs. You know what I mean? Like, that was stupid on their part. Right. Do do better.
1: (laughs) Do do better, guys. Uh,
0: Welcome to Murder (laughs) on the Music Scene, where we give
1: you tips on how to murder. (laughs) Just kidding. Please don't. Yeah, please don't. Side note. Please never, ever do that. Ooh, one of my favorite parts. So, apparently, there was another man that came forward that allegedly Courtney Love hired by the name of Eldon Hulk, Oh. A.K.A. L. Deuce. Deuce? Yeah, L. Deuce. Deuce. (laughs) She offered him $50,000 to, quote, blow Kurt's head off. Oh. To make it look like a suicide, but he never ended up doing it. Or so he said. Eldon openly told the interview about the offer, quote, said, I know who killed Kurt, to which the interview didn't respond. El Deuce was apparently very open about talking about who, Kurt, who killed Kurt. Sorry. Deuce said, I know a lot of information. Buy me a beer and I'll talk more. Okay, that's sketch. Mm-hmm. little sketch. Which I get. You know, if you know some serious shit, why not drink and let loose and spill the tea? You know? Right. I don't blame him. But mysteriously, Eldon Hoke was killed a few days later after his interview. interview. Oh. He was found... Ope. ...decapitated on the train tracks.
0: That's intense. Mm-hmm. Unless he was just, like, did they do a toxicology report? Like, was anything found in his system? Was he, like, Honestly, drunk and, like,
1: fell over? So, you know what's really weird? I try to... So, I'm sorry, viewers, if I'm completely wrong and I'm not doing my research right. But, like, I tried to look up more on Eldon's death and I could not find anything. Like, That's a little, awesome little sketch. A little sketch. So, my conspiracy mind was, like, what if... You know, it was all, like, of course, all an act. And they knew that they were going to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. So, like, why bring anything into light about his death? You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so now we're going to move on to my favorite conspiracy. Oh, here we go. Which is that he is still alive. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, of course, he was getting tired of all the media attention. I get it. Me too. Yeah. Like... I would be tired of it. And he has stated plenty of times that he was a very, very private person. Example, when he was 14, he let people think that he was gay for his best friend at the time. Aww. Mm -hmm. And because of that, nobody wanted to be around him, and he was happy about that. He didn't care that some people made fun of him. He took the heat for his best friend, and he was very happy just having that friend and nobody else. Mmm, that's sweet. Yeah, so obviously, very private, he just, you know... The one friend made him happy. And for him to be a private person, I'm sure it wouldn't be a hard time for him hiding like a hermit. Right. Like if he was still alive today. Probably just
0: like sitting in his apartment (laughs) (laughs) all alone playing like Call of Duty or something. Yeah, it's fine. Playing (laughs) Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) Playing Animal
1: Crossing. (laughs) And then, you know, he ran away from rehab. Why didn't anyone stop him? Mm. You know, like why didn't nobody look for him from the center? Because they were all in on it oh oh what it there we go
0: that's it that's the one
1: and apparently he actually wanted to retire from music so some fans think that his suicide note was actually his retirement speech mm. but kind of switched around you know because right i kind of looked at the suicide note earlier and i kind of found it very sketch that some of his writing was different towards the end Oh. Like, some some stuff was, like, added. Like, at the bottom, it said, go on, Courtney, for me, for Francis, and, like, her life would be so much better without me. I love you, I love you. And, like, that didn't look like his handwriting to me. Like, at the top part of the letter? Yes. That's wild. So Yeah, so I found that very weird. Oh. And then someone actually brought up um, one of his photos... After you know the Mm -hmm. after he passed, um, saying that there was only one death photo, apparently, and this photo had no headshot, which I get out of respect, right, right, right. I mean, no, like I'm just bringing this up from some fan quotes and pages, but nobody would want to see their favorite musician in that position. No, out of respect, you should not have any headshots. But also in the picture, there was not a lot of blood seen around in the photo, which. Obviously, there should have been a lot. Right. Considering how he did it, which I found kind of, they made a good point with that. Right. Oh, also, bringing up good old Eldon again. Apparently, Eldon was really supportive of abuse and rape. And as we all know. Great. Sounds like a phenomenal, phenomenal dude. (laughs) And as we all know, Kurt and Courtney was highly against people like that. Right. Like, they did not associate even with fans that they found out that were like that. And they would say things like, don't bother to support us or buy anything from from us if you're okay with rape. Right. So why would Courtney allegedly hire someone like Eldon to kill Kurt, you know? Maybe that was the point. Maybe that was like, you know what I mean?
0: Maybe that was the point. Like, she was like, I would never associate with this person. This is my image. But if I, so if I hire him, it'll cover my tracks. Like, you know what I mean? Bitch. I never thought of that. I bet that's what happened. Courtney's a manipulative little bitch. I bet
1: that's what was going on in her head. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, bringing up his autopsy, it was revealed that Kurt had 450 milligrams of heroin found in his system. Holy shit. Um, as we said before, how could he even be alive to shoot himself from that? Right. That no. would have killed him in and of itself. He would have completely overdosed, and he wouldn't have been able to shoot himself. So, yeah. why not say that he OD'd? Instead, Instead of yeah. Well, himself. and he
0: had already like OD'd a couple times before, mm-hmm. like one time that we're like fully aware of. But so like, why didn't they just do it like that?
1: That would have made so much more sense. So like, this isn't in my notes, but like I read earlier, which I think was maybe Courtney's first attempt was when they went to Rome. Yes. Apparently, she drugged him with like Rufalin or some rohypnol. Yes, that rohypnol. Sorry. Yeah. The page I said instead of but I was like, I don't know. So many conflicting
0: reports of everything.
1: Whatever, and then like, because everyone in the hotel like on that floor, like heard them fighting basically. Right. And then like all of a sudden she leaves, and then comes back and he's just OD'd on the floor. Yeah. But then I think she kind of freaked out, which I think you said this. Yeah, that
0: Fran was, Mm. because little Franny was there, so I think that he, she like Tried to kill him and then panicked because mm-hmm. Francis was there.
1: Who knows? All right, so here's here's the last one. All right. And this absolutely killed me. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. <laughs> so let's look at their names. And audience, I wish I could show you guys this, but just think about it. So let's look at the names Kurt Cobain, Courtney Love, and Francis Bean. okay. So if you capitalize the whole name, Kurt, and the A-I in Cobain, and the V-E in love, and the I-S in Francis, it spells out. Are you ready? No. Kurt is alive.
0: Oh my god.
1: (laughs) That's it. That's the conspiracy. He's alive. Oh Oh my god. God, I just... I lost my shit when I said that, and I was like, oh my god, yes. (laughs) I cannot.
0: Oh my god, that's too Uh, much.
1: But it's best. (laughs) They're
0: really, really trying to show that he's alive, but there are a lot of, like, super sketchy things. Mm -hmm. Like, there are a lot of things that I feel, like, could be true. For real. There are so many good points. Like, the Callie thing, mm-hmm. that's wild. I had no idea that he was her ex. Like, no yeah. clue. I
1: have, yeah. Same. Crazy. And, like, it's really weird because, like, is he still in their lives? Like, is Callie still in their lives? I have no clue. That would be a good, good because, thing like, to research. what if it actually wasn't Courtney and it was Callie this whole time? Because I feel right. like nobody batted an eye at him.
0: Right. We all think that, like, Callie and Courtney were in on it together, or, like, Cal- or uh, blah, 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 blah. Courtney and Dylan were in on it together, but maybe it was just Callie.
1: Yeah, and, like, he told no one about it. Right. And, like, this whole time. But like... also,
0: like, why was Dylan acting so sus? Like, why is he acting like this? You're right. Like, why did he try to hide the green room? Greenhouse? It was Callie and Dylan. Oh, my God. Plot <laughs> twist. <laughs> Plot <laughs> twist. It was Callie and Dylan. <laughs> Courtney doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> no. Okay, so, like, on a real note, what do you think is the most believable conspiracy theory? Like, which one do you um, think it is?
1: Like, my heart. I'm going to say that he sadly did commit suicide. Mm. But at the same time, I, I feel like it was a very sketchy thing. And maybe she really did not mean it. And maybe she did kill him. And she just really regrets it. Honestly, like, if she did, like, I don't want to point fingers at her, of course, but, like, there was a really lot of sketchy shit that she did in everything.
0: It's, like, super circumstantial, but also, like, I personally feel like Courtney did it. Like, I really think she did. Right, yeah. All of the, like, circumstantial shit, just, it's just too much. Mm -hmm. There's so much of it, like, how can you just look past it, you know? And I know that he was, like, depressed and he was, like, not in a good place mentally, but I I just feel like...
1: At the same time, like, I don't feel like he would have killed yeah. himself. And that's why, Because I, of like,
0: Francis Like, yeah. he... I just he don't... He
1: wanted to be better for her. Yeah,
0: I really don't think he would have left little baby Franny Bean. Mm. Franny
1: Bean. Little Franny Bean.
0: I don't think he would have left her. I think Courtney did it. And that's, that's my thoughts on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Courtney did it. That bitch Courtney Lowe that bitch carol baskin, baskin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, we're just going to make that it's fine make that a thing can we secretly do like an episode of carol baskin and oh my boy, gosh. Husband. I know that's not music bonus but... content
0: yeah bonus content subscribe to patreon if you want to hear <laughs> yes. our carol baskin because episode <laughs> listen i have so many <laughs> so many conspiracy theories <laughs> about carol baskin that's yes. it <sighs> okay
1: well free my man Joe Exotic <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't belong. <laughs> he didn't do
0: it. <sighs> Alright. Well, I believe that is all that we have for you today. So don't forget to join us. Um in two weeks we will talk to you guys again. Bye. See. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, call the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. It is completely free and confidential and it is open 24-7. Thank you for listening to Murder on the Music Scene. Our cover art and our music and editing is done by Caitlin Anderson. Check out our website at murderonthemusicscene.com and don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Murder on the Music Scene. If you have suggestions or comments, email us at scene at gmail.com. All of our episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. If you would like to support us, you can become a patron on Patreon. Just search Murder on the Music Scene or use the link on our website. Make sure to join us next time for another conspiracy-filled episode of Murder on the Music Scene.